Good morning and welcome to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make our community such a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Here's your host for East Tennessee Now. Good morning and thank you so much for joining me. I'm Michelle Silva. Yes, and here we are about to roll into spring, but already thinking about the next school year. I know people probably have a lot on their minds. What would COVID be like at that time? What will the pandemic, how will it be treating us then? But, uh, you know, we still got to go on as possible um, and especially get the kids in school. And what it is exciting is Emerald Academy has their enrollment open right now. And we have a deadline coming up, too, so we want to make sure all the kids that um, should be considered or that are eligible that you, their parents, the kids know that it is time to apply. And I have John Crooks here with all the details. And uh, John, good morning. Hey, good morning, Michelle. It's great to be with you, and uh, thanks uh, thanks for having me on. It's great to see you in person, too. It's been a crazy year. I know, even <laughs> though we are six, seven feet apart. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All the COVID safety guidelines, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, and who knows what it's going to be like come the school year, too. Right, right. So, but you do have open enrollment right now mm-hmm. for Emerald Academy. Tell us about Emerald Academy. Sure. So Emerald Academy is Knoxville's first and only public charter school, and we opened in 2015. We serve kindergarten through eighth graders. And for listeners who might not be familiar with the charter school, just a quick uh, description is we are we're independently operated. We receive uh, funding from Knox County through the state and all all that good stuff. But we're independently operated uh, by the Emerald Charter Schools organization. All of our data and testing, all of that, we have to report to Knox County. But as a public charter school, gives us a little bit of a flexibility and to be nimble sometimes with our operations and how we're able to serve uh, scholars here in Knoxville. And uh, as I said, opened in 2015, served kindergarten through eighth graders and, you know, just continuing to, to roll with the punches over this last year or so. You know, obviously 2020, the end of that last school year was kind of crazy, but um, uh, we came out of that strong. And this school year, we are serving uh, scholars in person and virtually. Not sure what the upcoming school year looks like exactly yet, but uh, enrollment is open right now. And this is for any Knox County student from kindergarten through eighth grade can apply. But who would apply? Or why would you apply for this rather than going into one of the Knox County schools? One of the schools in your school zone. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as a public charter school, uh, you know, some of the things that set us apart a little bit are just being able to have, again, some flexibility with our curriculum to be able to serve students at the best we can uh, at, at their level and where they need to be. We offer all the, the various extracurricular activities, art, music, PE, all those sorts of things for young people. But the focus, of course, is really on academic excellence. And our mission at Emerald Academy is to prepare urban scholars for the college of their choice and community leadership. One of the things I love about the school, Michelle, is when you walk through the doors, um, all the classrooms are named after universities. 
So they're named after Ivy League schools, SEC universities, or HBCUs. And so from the moment a young person walks in Emerald Academy, they're already thinking about college. Um, the one classroom we don't have that we will never have is Alabama. But we, <laughs> we do have all the thing. other SEC schools. <laughs> And who needs Alabama? Right. <laughs> but the kids do have the opportunity to go to Alabama. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. If what do they've got a scholarship down the road? Yes, that's that oh. that would happen. <laughs> and what is an average day? Say, I guess it varies from whether you're a kindergarten student to seventh, eighth grade. But uh, basically, what is it like? Is it same? about time span so one of the great things about the school is we have more what we say more time learning so mm -hmm. scholars start their day at 7 45 but we go until 4 p.m and that's kindergarten through eighth grade um and and then that that accumulated time if they're with us from kindergarten through eighth grade over that whole course of time gives them actually two more total years of learning and as compared to a traditional public school and so uh longer school day more time learning uh, just that commitment you know if a young person's maybe struggling in a certain area a certain subject um, we're there to help provide that extra help um, mm -hmm. and the resources that they need to to do well in school and how many students all together or do they have a certain amount for every class uh, right now we have around 450 scholars wow. and that's that's about the 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 number that we have in the school um, and that's right now that's uh, the whole student body so that's between virtual and in-person scholars um, and in each classroom uh, at least for our lower school grades for those elementary school grades has a full-time teacher and then also a teaching assistant so mm -hmm. we have a couple folks in the classroom serving scholars uh, each day um, and then as they progress into those middle school grades that fifth through eighth grade uh, that's where the, you looks a little bit more traditional in the sense of the the scholars you know move from subject to subject for those middle school years i will say you know with all the the covid safety mm -hmm. we've really put some measurements and some things in place this year to keep the scholars in those smaller groups so that they're with the same peers you know day to day to help you know, mitigate the spread of the disease. Yeah. And thankfully, we um, have really been blessed and haven't had too much of a too much of a problem. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, us here too at the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had any. <laughs> few people in quarantine right. here and there. But um, and as far are the kids required to wear masks? Are the teachers? What's that like? Is there plexiglass or? Do yeah. You guys do any so, of that? Um, so a couple of of things. Yes, all scholars right now are wearing masks in the classroom. Scholars, mm -hmm. staff, teachers. Uh, when I go to the school and visit, I've got my mask on mm -hmm. when I'm walking around. Um, and then we also have a great partnership with the local uh, company called Ionogen, and they provide a non toxic cleaning solution that we have in uh, humidifier type devices in all the classrooms we believe that has really helped you know kind of mitigate the disease and and keep the school clean this year even before this our i will say give props to our facilities and maintenance team they're stellar at keeping the <laughs> keeping the building clean even before all this happens so uh i <laughs> love their hard work absolutely and for the students is it a fun environment as well when they're going to school 
Yeah, you know, fun, absolutely. We want the scholars to have fun and enjoy themselves. You know, it is school and it's hard work, and we have those high expectations uh, because we do want them to, you know, successfully transition into high school. And that's mm -hmm. the big thing is making sure that scholars at Emerald Academy are prepared um, to succeed in high school and then go on to, you know, college. Um, and so really setting them up for success in high school is critical. Um, and, you know, we're just happy to be a, a, an educational alternative for, you know, families in Knoxville. And students who do end up getting on board at Emerald Academy, do they automatically stay there the following years? Yeah. So once a scholar is enrolled, they're with us as, as long as they're, you know, want to be with us. Hopefully, you know, that's all eight years. Um, but uh, but yeah. So once once they're with us, uh, you know, they stay in the, the pipeline, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and the the, you know, obviously folks move sometimes, you know, and things happen. So we have slots open up um, and and. Right now, we well going into every school year. Of course, we have the kindergartners. You know the the kindergarten grades open up, mm -hmm. um, and it's you know very easy for families to apply. Just go online and submit an application. But once that's all filled out, then we run the lottery in April mm -hmm. because all the names just get pulled out of a a hat, a digital hat, if you will, <laughs> on a computer, <laughs> and uh, that's how scholars are selected. So there's no specific criteria uh, that a student or family has to have to to get into the school other than being a Knox County resident. And K through eight. K through eight, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. to fall in that age range. So yeah. then what happens after eighth grade? Yeah, so the big thing is for us is we want to see these young people really succeed in high school. And so typically they're going to their zoned high schools, whether that's Fulton or Austin East, Central, West, uh, those are probably some of the main schools uh, mm -hmm. where our students, um, you know, are feeding into. Again, depending on where they live in the county, you know, that would be, you know, their their zoned high school, or, you know, if they, you know, chose to do a, a private school option or something mm -hmm. at that point. Do you have any students at this point who are in college? I know because you started in 2015, so maybe they came on board. You right know, uh later as a student right so at this point i don't believe we have i would need to double check on that i don't believe we have any who i guess would be freshmen in college right mm -hmm. now we certainly have students who are in high school and in their later high school years um and uh that's been neat you know to talk with some of our alumni who are attending Fulton and Austin East and some of the other area high schools to hear their stories and how Emerald Academy was able to help prepare them um, for for high school because high school's tough. It <laughs> is. It is. <laughs> and I needed to be better prepared for high school. Uh, and that, you know, that was my fault, right? I mm -hmm. <laughs> didn't, put the, the, didn't put the hard work in. Um, but... Um, you know, these young people are really dedicated to their education. Oh, do you have any stories off the top of your head that you might be able to share with us? Any specific students? You don't have to give us any names yeah, or anything. No, yeah. Um, a couple young people come to mind. One is a young lady who I believe this school year, I believe she's a sophomore at Fulton. And uh, she just talked about 
uh, we talked, I guess, a year or so ago, and um, she was just so pleased and appreciative of the help, specifically in math, that really helped prepare her for high school math and in those classes. The high school math is hard. Oh, I know. You get into those some uh, more advanced subjects. And then uh, another young man who comes to mind who currently this year is a freshman at LNN STEM Academy. Mm. And um, he just, again, kind of the same story where appreciated the um, commitment to, uh, you know, the, the extra hours of homework and things that really put in the hard work to help prepare him for high school. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just great to see these young people succeeding, uh, in those ninth through 12th grade years. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, it, it is tough. School is tough, especially when you get into high school and you have all those papers to write and you have so much homework and try to figure out, okay, divide your time and, you know, what to do and you want to play with your friends Mm -hmm. and do all that and how to make time, make everything fit. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I I think one thing that we hear from scholars and their families, uh, parents and grandparents, is um, the the rigor at Emerald Academy really uh, helps provide these young people with some of those time management skills and Mm -hmm. things that they need as they grow older and go into high school. Um, So we're trying to you know, start that a little bit younger and help them be, uh, you know, on that path to success. How long have you been with Emerald? So I've been with uh, Emerald Youth Foundation for over 14 years now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we started, uh, when we launched Emerald Academy and our sister organization uh, have been a part of that, you know, for since 2015. Um, And so, you know, have the opportunity to come out and talk to the great folks like you and just be in the community to to share about what's going on. Oh, yeah. And tell us a little bit about if people, you know, listening today aren't sure, okay, what is the Emerald Youth Academy, uh, Emerald Youth Foundation? Right. Yeah. So Emerald Youth Foundation has been around for, uh, well, actually this year we'll celebrate our 30th anniversary and we provide after school uh, sports and um, uh, high school programs for young people in the heart of Knoxville. So um, we're serving young people in Mechanicsville, Lonsdale, Oakwood Lincoln Park, um, you know, really all over the the heart of the city. Um, And, you know, just providing them the opportunities um, and programs that they need to succeed and become godly, uh, you know, young adult leaders in our city. Um, and, uh, it's, it's neat to see the, the efforts, I, I think of Emerald Youth Foundation and, mm-hmm. you know, also what's happening with the charter school to really help young people succeed in our city. Yeah. Do you think people get them confused or like, what is their yeah, connection? I mean, <laughs> <You know? laughs> sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes that happens. Um, I will say we, uh, we work so well together, um, our so the sister organization emerald charter schools actually operates and runs emerald academy mm-hmm. um and then there's a handful of us kind of on the emerald youth foundation side that also come along and support it um and get to do things like this today and and other things to be out in the community and um you know help raise awareness not just for the school you know but also for emerald youth foundation mm-hmm. and the programs that we have to to offer uh, children and emerald youth 
foundation, the after-school program. Is that something that uh, they need to apply for as well? Yeah, certain so, times of the year, and- right? So, really, uh, for Emerald Youth Foundation programs, um, you know, d- depending on the the sports season or or what you know what's going on. Um, there's opportunities open really year round for mm-hmm. children and youth to get plugged in. Um, probably one of the easiest ways to do that is go to our website at emeraldyouth.org. Um, we've got the the programs and schedules, you know, and all kinds of things on there. And parents can shoot us an email, uh, you know, that way and learn about it. Um, you, you know, one of the best ways that we feel that we can connect with families in the city is through our partnerships with uh, local churches and faith-based organizations. Um, so much of our work is happening in uh, in city neighborhoods in partnerships with churches um, because they're you know they're the foundation. They're in the neighborhoods and have been here a long time. Um, and so our after-school programs you know are happening that way. Um, our high you know our uh, high school program for you know high school students. Uh, staying connected with them through the neighborhood churches, um, but then we also do have some uh, some specific uh, facilities, kind of in the in the city too, that um, have kind of everything under one roof, if you will. So yeah, and uh, amazing facilities. Yeah, at both campuses. Yeah, <laughs> and the technology. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that's that's so important from the the technology standpoint and. As far as what young people have needed, especially in this last year, um, and that's you know that's a great point. Um, at Emerald Academy, every scholar it's one-to-one technology, so a scholar has a device that they are able to take home. You know, on those days when we've had bad weather or something like that, we're still able to mm-hmm. do that virtual learning, um, and uh, and you know be able to have that connection. Um, and, uh, you know, just provide some of those resources, um, on the Emerald Youth Foundation side at our facilities and churches, we're, you know, providing those as well to make sure that young people have computer access and Wi-Fi access after school for homework and, you know, all sorts of things. Yeah. And do you accept or require or need or ask for volunteer help at all or donations or anything like that or yeah um i know this sounds a cliche but that really is a great question (laughs) about about the volunteer point because you know we've really seen especially over this past year um a need such a need for volunteers and folks to step up Mm -hmm. and um we've been very uh committed and dedicated to the to the safety end of things from Mm -hmm. the covid standpoint so cleaning facilities and all that and mask wearing you know we're very the social distancing because we want our volunteers and staff and of course kids to be safe um but uh you know definitely with with the way things have happened over this last year uh volunteer support is critical Mm -hmm. um for our sports you know for our after school programs um and to to have some of those mentors and folks really pouring into the lives of young people. Um, so, uh, again, the, the website at emeraldyouth.org, folks can go on there, uh, apply to be a volunteer. We've also got um, some great job openings right now if anyone's kind of uh, looking for, for uh, some full-time or part-time work. 
um, they could connect with us that way. Um, and then uh, some career opportunities with Emerald Academy too. Oh, really? Like yeah. what type? Are you looking for teachers or yeah? There's yeah. And... There's you know de- depending on the need and you know uh, things here and there, virtual versus in person. <laughs> you know that's still right. kind of in flux a little bit. But all that information can be found um, for the school at emeraldacademy.org. Um, uh, as far as some of the career opportunities there, and we have such a dedicated staff, and it's uh, great to see their commitment to to young people in the classrooms. And as we were talking, the, their school day was seven forty-five. I think you said till four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good for parents too, who have a full day work. So that probably takes care of you know having to find child care in the afternoons right right yeah the the longer school day of course gets them a little bit closer to the end of the end of that um i will say uh you know after at four o'clock when school lets out um not only are parents coming to pick kids up and mm-hmm. and the buses are there then that's another thing we do provide transportation mm-hmm. um, for scholars to emerald academy um and but then we also work in partnership with a number of youth serving organizations in town whether wesley house boys and girls club um so uh number of scholars at emerald academy that are participating not just with emerald youth foundation but with all the the great youth programs in the city wow so if you do have a student a child a boy a girl maybe you have a niece a nephew maybe you have a neighbor who uh, is kindergarten age to eighth grade, you might Mm -hmm. want to consider jumping online and checking out what Emerald Academy is all about. Absolutely. And I I will put this one plug in. Um, We've got some throughout this month of March, we have some uh, information sessions coming up for parents uh, for families who might actually want to come see the school mm-hmm. um, and all that detail all those details are on the website and they can sign up an RSVP that way okay and where is the school actually so it's actually located in um, in old Mechanicsville so mm-hmm. the school building that we're in is over a hundred years old um, it's it was originally called the the Mo- the Moses school building years and years ago and it was built for that purpose and then um, when we moved in in 2015, um, the Boys and Girls Club had had their headquarters there, and uh, the Knoxville Police Department had some space there as well. Um, and we were able to purchase that facility as they were moving on to to uh, other other places, and we were able to purchase that facility and renovate it uh, into Emerald Academy. So it's right in the heart of the city off of uh, Western Avenue. I enjoy looking at the website. Very nice website. And I, I noticed that they wear uniforms there, too. They do, yeah. Um, great point. And, and uh, kindergarten through eighth grade scholars wear uniforms. Um, and, uh, and you know, those are uh, very affordable. Uh, you know, we want that to be not to be a stumbling block for families. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that that way they also don't have to. To really think about what the kids are wearing, you know, <laughs> from oh, day to I day. Know, you know, that can cause problems too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so uniforms are a part of it, and um, and we're just, uh, you know, really fortunate to be able to to serve families here in the city. Yes, it is Emerald Academy, 
right now is the time for open enrollment, and you have until March 26th to get those applications in, and they're pretty easy to fill out. Yeah, and it's all online, mm-hmm. and so when they go to the website, there's a big button that says enroll. They click that button, and then it'll kind of walk them through the, the steps of, uh, of doing that. And know? about when would they find out if the child is... Ex- well, I say accepted, but you, like you said, it's a lottery. It's, it's a random. It's a lottery, <laughs> right. Um, so the deadline to apply is 5 p.m. on March 26th. Um, and then we run the lottery in early April. So early early April is when we'll start to uh, you know contact families and say, hey, your your child's name was uh, was select was pulled out of the hat. So wonderful. And getting back to the Emerald Youth Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, when should people be applying or considering for the summer program? Yeah. Um, I would say right now, stay connected to our website and social mm-hmm. media. We're kind of putting all of that together and finishing up the plans for summer. Uh, they can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and and the the schedules for our programs are typically put on the website as well. Um, and uh, so I, it's, that's not all right there quite yet, but mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned and it'll be up. Um, our summer programs... Uh, our day camp program for elementary and middle school youth, um, it kicks off after Memorial Day mm-hmm. and then runs through uh, mid-July. And so um, we'll, you know, we'll be putting all that information out there uh, soon. Yes. And like you said, they could use volunteers. They might even have a career for you up there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, uh a number of uh, college students love to serve with us, uh, either in part-time roles or volunteer roles. Um, you know, for college students who are, who are looking for something to do this summer, hey, come come join us. Be a part of it. Do you have to have a certain amount of uh, hours in a day or certain days that you need to commit or like an entire week? How does that fall into place if you want to volunteer? Yeah, it really depends on, this is probably kind of sounds like an easy answer. It really depends <laughs> on the the area that somebody wants to get plugged into. So um, if you want to uh, be a, a scorekeeper for one of our basketball leagues, then that kind of depends on the basketball schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if, if, if you want to come in and tutor in Algebra 1 or some specific class, uh, some specific subject, then, you know, we might get you, you know, connected with uh, two or three young people who need some, you know, real regular, consistent help with that. Um, so, again, depends on the program, but we want to make sure that we're connecting folks with their interests uh, as well as, you know, to serve the needs that we have in the organization. So, um, and all those volunteer opportunities are posted on the website too. I'm out for the algebra though. Okay. (laughs) I can't even remember (laughs) B square plus A3. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, John Crooks with Emerald Academy. Emerald Youth Foundation. Right. You're We're, just uh, you're the spokesperson it's, it's for one it happy all. family. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And look, you're always so energized <laughs> talking about it. And well, so you've you. seen all the good that comes out of these the program yeah. as well as the academy. So just log online. Just go to emeraldacademy.org if you think you want to sign up. Uh, kindergartner through eighth grade. You want to 
hopefully get into the academy mm-hmm. through the lottery system. Just get that application in by March 26th. Absolutely. Yep. Anything else, my friend John? I don't think so. We appreciate uh, your listeners and all their support over the years. I know you have a, a big listening audience, not only here in Knoxville, but throughout East Tennessee. And, um, you know, we're grateful for the support and for folks who maybe um, are, you know, particularly in the Knoxville area and want to connect with us. We'd love to have you on board in some way. All right. And uh, here's to uh, the coming year for yep. all our scholars, the summer program and everything. And uh, hopefully we can have a nice, safe, fun, educational experience. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy the rest of this Sunday. Remember, East Tennessee Now is available on demand as a podcast from iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Silva, and I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make Knoxville and East Tennessee such a great place to live. If you have a suggestion for the program, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 27100, Knoxville, Tennessee 37927, or call the studios at 865-525-6000. That's 865-525-6000. East Tennessee Now is a presentation of Midwest Communications Company.